Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Investors, welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. We're taking a look at REITs from a dividend investor's perspective this morning. Is the COVID circuit breaker affecting some REITs more than others? Which real estate investment trusts are outperforming the pack? How are data centers, industrial and healthcare REITs stacking up? Are there any REITs that are bargain buys? and portfolio-worthy. Investors, it's time to welcome Kenny Lowe, Senior Consultant and REIT Specialist, also an independent financial advisor, my favourite person to turn to on the subject of REITs. Welcome to the show, Kenny. How are you doing working from home? Well, it's pretty busy. Busy? Are, it's getting busy because there are so much information. We, we don't need to travel to all other places. That's why the, the time has been well spent and really productive during this uh, work from home period. Wow. Okay. Good for you. Well, we're going to pump, you know, we're going to plump your intellect and uh, get some gems now with the REITs market. Listen, last we talked, Kenny, that was March 20th. You described the REIT index fall to me uh, in less than one month as the crazy REIT crash. And in that fall, the REIT index dropped 35% from their peak. It reached an eight-year low. You also said 85% of REITs were undervalued. What is your overview of of how REITs are performing. Okay, this is like watching the different episodes. The episode one is a crazy REIT crash. Mm-hmm. Now we are entering into the episode two, a crazy REIT rally. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah. news, huh? moving from crash right. to rally. Right. In, in less than one month, basically mm. the REIT index has already rebounded 27% from bottom. And even and and currently the REIT index is trading on the uptrend uh uptrend pattern because it's forming a high and high, uh, higher high and higher low chart pattern for those who know technical analysis. For the capital DC REIT itself, they have a V shaped uh rebound in less than one month. Now uh capital DC REIT has already back to the pre crisis level. You can see the rebound is so strong for the REIT index at the present moment. Wow, that's incredible! I didn't expect that. All right, we have to set what's happening in context of what we're all going through right now. Do you think, Kenny, that the recently passed law allowing commercial tenants to defer rent for up to six months is going to have an impact on REITs? Yeah, personally, I think that that will be the definite impact on the REIT itself because now the tenant can choose to defer the rental payment for up to six months to preserve cash. In this uh, environment, cash is king. The, the tenant, they have to make sure that their business can survive. They are not going to go to default or bankruptcy uh, in order to recover. That's why they will probably take this opportunity to defer all the rental and this uh, and thus this will uh, impact all the DPU payout moving forward. It is not a secret. It is the thing that's going to happen. Right, it's an open secret then. It's, it's openly known. Have the toughest circuit breaker measures, Kenny, though, affected some REITs more than others, you know? Are we seeing industrial data centres less impacted, hospitality and retail more impacted, for, perhaps? Yeah, initially there was a knee-jerk effect when SPH rate uh, unexpectedly cut uh, 79% uh, year-on-year dividend. And at the same time, the circuit breaker announcement uh, actually, there was a big sell-off in the retail space. We we, we saw that the for in, in two days, Maple Tree Commercial Trust dropped fourteen percent in two days. 
un- unprecedented. SPH REIT dropped about 10%. Capital Mall Trust dropped about 12% in two days. And Fraser Commercial Trust, the biggest drop in the whole history, 22% in two days. Okay. But after that, after the two days, we just uh, sell off. Mm. Now, all this retail mall in Singapore, basically everything is almost back to the pre, pre-drop level. Wow. wow. We recover, totally recover. And, and yesterday, yesterday, uh, uh, Standard & Pool downgrade uh, Fraser Center Point. Mm. But today, there's no reaction at all. Downgrade Fraser Center Point, the senior note to triple uh, B level. Today, there's totally no major effect. The Fraser Center Point is continuing to go up. Why is that? Why do you think? Despite it, the downgrade. It, it's, I believe that all these things are already priced in. That's the first reason. Uh, it, it's not the news anymore. And and when they make this kind of announcement, basically, uh, the uh, investor panic. But at the end of the day, where can the Singaporean go, right? Especially when we work from home. We need to buy food from our malls. Right, Fraser Center Point, we have a Heartland Mall on Causeway uh, Point, North Point, right? Uh, Capital Mall Trust, we have a Junction 8, West Gate, Tampanese Mall, those things. We, 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 need, we need those places. We've got no place to go anyway. And anyway, the, the lockdown is only temporarily. Uh, definitely, the dividend will be cut. But if you're looking for long term, all this mall will still be in Singapore forever. If this mall no longer around, the default, okay, I think. Someone you you rescue them because that's part of our life. Yeah, it would take sort of a, a whole. It would be have to be a different world for that to happen, right? Big right, major right. change. Let's look at Fitch Ratings, which has lowered its outlook on CDL Hospitality Real Estate Investment Trust CDL H REIT to negative from stable. Because Fitch expects the trust's operating EBITDA, that's earnings before interest, tax depreciation and amortization, to plunge by almost 75% because of the pandemic. Can you share your thoughts on CDL Hospitality REIT? How does it stand versus Ascot REIT or other S REITs, for example? If you look at all the fundamental and also financial ratio, uh, basically there are not much difference between uh, these two REITs. Right. If you're looking at the, the distribution yield for these two uh, REITs, uh, they are basically at the present moment, they are running at about 9% uh, uh, TTM yield. Gearing, interest cost, interest coverage ratio, they are not much different for these two REITs. At the present moment, these two REITs have uh, uh, trading uh, at a huge discount, between 30 to 40% discount. Right. Okay. That's why fundamentally, uh, there's no difference. The only main difference is uh, Escort has a much more diversified portfolio. They have 87 properties around the world versus uh, CDL only have a 19 property. And uh, Escort uh, is less concentrated. They have only 17% of their portfolio in Singapore and mm-hmm. CDL have close to 65% uh, concentration in Singapore. That's why in terms of the circuit breaker, definitely CDL will be a harder hit than Escort. But moving over the long term, I think that uh, fundamentally and based on the diversification uh, purpose escort is uh, better in uh, slightly better slightly have a some some advantage over the CDL 
All right. He's Kenny Lowe, REIT specialist, senior consultant, and a financial advisor joining me live in Money and Me. We're looking at the REIT market. Kenny, do you expect most S-REITs to look to conserve their credit ratings and their cash tills by cutting back dividends in the near term, in spite of this rally that you're seeing? Yeah, it's the open secret that the REIT is going to cut dividends for the next two or three quarters. Whoever investor invest during this juncture, I don't think they are expecting the dividend to be huge. I think that they're expecting a dividend maybe cut by 25% or even up to 50%. Okay, I, I, I think that for the REIT manager, most likely they will use this opportunity to conserve cash during this uncertainty because it is more important to uh, make sure they fulfill the debt obligation by paying the interest expense and also the coupon interest to the creditor. Then really try to protect their 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 so-called their share price by giving a full dividend up uh, and and at a risk of uh, a downgrading. I think they are rather to choose to be uh, not defend the share price mm. and let the 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 downgrade. Because all this thing is only short term. When the whole COVID-19 is over, the share price can rebound based on the performance. When the dividend come back, the re-rating can be, can be changed from downgrade to upgrade. Things can change quick, pretty quickly. But if they default on the interest payment, that will have the reputation risk. In future, they have a problem in getting the uh, attractive interest to go for any M&A or doing some refinancing. That's why it does not really uh, work to... Uh, uh, defend the share price during this period. Got it. Keppel DC REIT is one of the few real estate investment trusts that are trading higher this year, perhaps since it focuses on data centers, not retail, not office space. Keppel DC REIT units up about 30% this month, trading at around $2.40 per unit. Kenny, analysts like those at CGSCIMB Securities note that the data center sector is more resilient than others, thanks to the uptrend in data creation and even data storage needs. But KGI Securities put out a research note not long ago downgrading Keppel DC REIT, arguing it was already fully valued and that was at a lower price than now. So what is your take both on Keppel DC REIT and the data services sector in general? Yeah, based on the current... uh book value and also you, I, I agree that actually Kepler DC is fully valued at the present moment. For me personally, I will not invest in Kepler DC because it's expensive. right? But we are, if we are thinking of a long term, if there is any price weakness or correction, uh, investors should really consider putting a Kepler DC data center rate into their portfolio over the long term. The reason being is, uh, we, we must thank, first of all, we must thank our uh, cheap uh, transformation officer of the world, the COVID-19, to transform <laughs> the way we work, right? That is the best chief transformation officer of the world. You're right. right. <laughs> okay, basically, the, the, the way we'll be changing moving forward, because we can see that now we are, uh, most of us working from home, we are conducting the meeting uh, through the online meeting and also having a video conferencing Plus all the training we are train uh, change change to uh, we are changing to the webinar training. Basically everything is online now. Ordering food, uh, doing some transaction, everything will be online. We definitely need a lot of uh, data center uh, moving forward due to all the uh, data traffic and also all the IT infrastructure. 
That's why uh, moving forward, data center definitely will be the key growth area. Uh, unfortunately, in Singapore, there are not many data center REITs uh, available now. The first is uh, uh, DC. Mm-hmm. The other one which have the data center in the portfolio, about 17 data center uh, in US, will be the uh, Maple Tree Industrial Trust. Basically, these, these are the two key things. All right, that's it then. Kenny Lowe is my guest today in Money and Me, which REITs are outperforming others. Are there any value buys when it comes to REIT? We'll get that to that very shortly. But first, Kenny, Ascendus REIT. Let's talk about that. It's the largest REIT in Singapore in terms of market capitalization. What is the outlook for this REIT? Uh, in this uh, crisis, uh, retail and hospitality sector are the, have, have the biggest hit. Mm. For industrial and logistics, I believe that long-term is more resilient in nature. Short-term, we do not know what will be the impact of, of all those tenants. Right? But for ascenders, uh, because they, the, they have a portfolio in terms of the business part and science part, uh, whereby most of the tenants, they are big MNC. I believe that the big MNC will be less impacted during this period, and, and thus the portfolio is more resilient. At the current uh, price-to-book ratio of 1.3 and the dividend yield of 5.5%, it's much better than bank interest rate. Uh, over the long term, I think the ascenders uh, rate can be into our rate portfolio. All right. We started the show off with you telling us it's crazy REIT rally time. So what should investors be looking out for in crazy REIT rally time when they're considering adding a REIT to their portfolio? Should they still be looking at the gearing, business resilience, a creative acquisition? What should they be looking at? Yeah, at the, at the current uh, juncture, I think that investors have to tweak their uh, investment criteria. This is not a business as usual. We cannot use the previous criteria to do the re-evaluation. For example, when we are looking at gearing, when we are looking at uh, the consistency of the uh, DPO growth year over year. During this period, uh, the investor probably they have to ask themselves, what will be the objective? Are they looking for a consistent and stable dividend play for the next few quarter, Or they are using this market crash opportunity to acquire REIT, which have a very huge growth potential. First of all, they have to define this criteria first, so, and, and also objective first, so that they know what to look up for. For those investors who really care a lot on a dividend, they are looking for stable dividend for the next two or three quarters uh, consistently, they should look for those defensive sectors, which is not impacted by this uh, lockdown. Right? The, the sector would be healthcare or data center, there will be unlikely the dividend cut for these two sectors and they have to avoid the retail and hospitality. If the investor they are holding the retail and hospitality, be prepared to have a, a dividend cut uh, in the next few quarters. For the other group of investors who are looking for growth, mm. this is a valuation play. Right. It is not a dividend play because whatever thing you invest now, you expect a dividend cut. Valuation place means that the price to book becomes the most important factor, right? Just imagine if you have uh, maybe a shopping mall mm-hmm. next to the MRT, the valuation costs one million, but during this crisis, the valuation dropped to seven hundred thousand. You can buy uh, seven hundred thousand more, right? Uh, based on uh, compared to valuation of one million at this present moment, but you are not going to get tenant for the next two or three quarter. 
if we come to the physical investing, would the investor buy? I think most of the physical property investors, they will buy and hold mm. and wait it out and wait for a tenant to come back. This is the current situation for the REIT now. Pick so, your play. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So buy something cheap, hold it out, look beyond the COVID-19 because business will come back eventually and lock in the current price so that in future, the, the dividend yield will be much higher. That will be the growth play uh, in terms of valuation. The other perspective, during this period, the REIT with those uh, REIT with very strong balance sheet, this is the best time for them to go and look up something cheap for the merger and acquisition because they are too cheap at the present moment. Two, one, two, the two, not, okay? Basically, it's a cheap valuation and also cheap money everywhere. The, due to the low, in, uh, low interest rate environment. Exactly. Well said. Okay, so speaking of the two different plays, are there any bargains in the REIT sector to look out for? Kenny, what are some REITs in your portfolio today? Okay, I'm basically doing the valuation play. Uh, as long as uh, there's a good valuation, uh, I will go in. That's why you can see my portfolio have some uh, small cap REITs, some of them big cap REITs, some of them medium cap REITs. Right, but in general, in general, I am focusing on the McDonald and French fries now for my REIT portfolio. McDonald, McDonald and French fries means that MAC plus F. I'm not sure whether you know about it. MAC and F. M. Maple Tree. Okay. Ascenders. Yes. Capital Land. Yes. Okay, that's McDonald's. <laughs> if you, you do not have enough McDonald's, you can add a French fries. Fraser. <laughs> Fra- I love it. Oh, what a great easy way to remember it. M-A-C and F, McDonald's and French fries. Right. Those are the, those, those, those have a big sponsor, have a strong uh, balance sheet. Uh, I think I think they can uh, write through this uh, difficult period and during this uncertainty period. That is just genius. You know, people are calling the investor uh, brokers saying, what about McDonald's share price right now? And can you look up potatoes? But no, it's an acronym, people. <laughs> <laughs> I am a CNF. Love it. Okay, wonderful. You want to give some final words out to investors? You still think that REIT should be part of your retirement planning? Yeah, I, I believe that REIT is part of a retirement planning. Uh, like last last uh, radio uh, interview, I still believe that uh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime or at least once-in-a-decade for us to uh, grow our wealth. Uh, the, the best time to grow our wealth is during a market crash. So uh, investors should focus on their objective, right? And also uh, doing some uh, valuation, some study on the REIT and also uh, enter into phases. We do not know how long this COVID-19 will last. Mm. So uh, diversify your portfolio, that's first thing. And also use time diversification to spread out your investment risk. Great talking to you and good to hear about the rally in the REITs um, index. Kenny Lowe there, Senior Consultant, REIT Specialist, Independent Financial Advisor, my go-to guy when it comes to REITs. You've been listening to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.